audience, welcome to the Once Upon a Time in uh, Huntsville podcast, hosted by me, Sample Baranaga. Today, I have two very special guests. I have Kelly McNabb and Alex Haynes. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for being here today. Uh, I've wanted to have these two gentlemen on the podcast for some time now because uh, I've worked with them as actors for a long time now. And uh, you might know Kelly from Murder Chaser, the Detective Linda Chronicles, where he plays... Who do you play again? Detective Linda. Oh, that makes sense. And you also might know Alex Haynes from the same thing where he played Mr. Tate. And then this upcoming one, he plays a different character by the name of... Scott T. T-E-A. <laughs> Scott T-E-A. Scott T. Not Scotty. Scott T. Um, and that one hasn't come out yet. I'm, I'm still editing that one. But uh, I, I've been able to collaborate with these two uh, guys for quite some time now. They're two local actors here in Huntsville, Alabama, who uh, kind of get into the game relatively late in their lives, but, I mean, they've just done a fantastic job. Uh, I thought we could... <laughs> Kelly said, well, I don't know. That. <laughs> but, yeah, th- that's the reason I like working with these guys. They're very humble, We're except trying. for Alex. And, uh, <laughs> I'm trying, but, man. Uh, uh, no, I, I met them uh, in acting class a couple of years ago, like f- three, four years ago. 20... It's, it was 2019 19. for 2019. me. Yeah. It's kind of weird because 2020 seems like decades ago, but also right. like yesterday. So I can't really <laughs> like, you know, calculate time as well as I used to. But yeah, I met uh, I met Kelly back in 2019. We kind of met in an interesting way. It was, I was taping uh, another local actor, Mike Broom, uh, for an audition. Shout out to Mike. Um, and we walked out and I was locking up. And I and uh, I saw a truck pull up for uh, a utility company, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to talk to this guy. Like, I'm sure he's gonna. You know, I don't own the building or anything. I was like, I'm gonna have to talk to this guy. He's probably gonna want to get in. I, should I let him in? You know, I, he doesn't look very trustworthy. <laughs> and, and he comes up, and I, what, I, what did you say? I guess. Yeah, I've been contemplating uh, acting classes and stopping by. And that particular day, um, it was a now or never type moment. I saw some vehicles out there. I didn't know who they belonged to. Um, but I circled the block a couple times. And then finally, uh, I stopped. And Sampley, as he said, he and Mike were walking out the door. And I had some questions. And uh, Mike was very encouraging, as was Sampley. Um, Sampley and I exchanged information and told me that that's probably the way I should go, um, acting classes if I had an interest. And, um, then I guess the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah, no, it was, it's crazy because like in that time, I I don't know if you remember, but I was like kind of in a hurry. I didn't tell you this, but I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go get to work. Like I'm already running late. Right. You know, yeah, I, like this guy seems nice, but like, come on, I need to go. I think Mike had left at that point, I can't, or maybe he stood there just for backup, just in case you yeah. know people have to just start you know shanking me or something like that. He, he was good backup. <laughs> yeah, I but uh, I remember I was talking. I was like, um, 
Yeah, we're having a workshop for Regina it, Moore. It was the Regina Moore workshop and, coming up next. And so you were like, I'm going to sign up for it. And then, you know, I drove away and I was like, yeah, I'll probably never see that guy again. He's not going to sign up for it. Because to be fair, a lot of the people I told about it or, you know, you you know, I've met yeah. run into people like that, you know, and I tell them about something. They're like, yeah, yeah, I'll sign up, send me the thing. And I send them the thing they never sign up. But you were like, you yeah. signed up like almost instantly. It, it happened very quickly. Uh, made contact um, with one of the instructors there. Uh, I already missed the October, I'm sorry, the August 4th class was the first class. Well, mm -hmm. I missed that. So my first class was the next week, which was August the 11th. And then Regina Moore was at the end of the month on the 31st. And typically, this was for, I guess, actors or acting students that had been had a few classes yeah, under, yeah, their belt. under their belt. Yeah, and, and for people that don't know, Regina Moore is a casting director in Nashville. Right. Who she for, she for the longest time uh, did casting for the TV show Nashville, which was super pop, uh, popular. She's done a whole bunch of movies, TV shows. Like she's still she's a big casting director. And she's very very kind to lend her time right. to a small acting class uh, uh, that we were going to, and um, you actually had me tape you. Yeah. Because she was, uh, she wanted people to tape scenes for them so she could then critique in class. Right, and I, I had at that point I was a new student, new to the game, didn't understand um, what the class might entail, and it required uh, lines, which I've learned later are called sides. And um, well, I made contact with her office, um, got paid up and everything, and they sent me sides to do and needed some footage and I had no idea how to get that done and um, I, I called Sampley because he made the mistake of giving me his number <laughs> <laughs> and um, he was kind enough not knowing me but from one time and maybe saw me in class that next week but he said sure I'll help you and he gave me a time and I showed up and I think it was the Friday night before the class. Yeah, yeah, it on was. On Saturday, and he hadn't done his yet. And he and um, Harrison Stone. Yes, yeah, Harrison Stone, yeah. Uh, I think Harrison was Sampley's reader. And um, then I came in. That's right, yeah, because I had just done mine. Right. Yeah. And then you had come in right yeah. after that, and I was yeah. doing yours. That's right. And I remember it was like, it was a very funny scene. It was like you were. I was like, supposed to be. Were you well, Italian? Do I, am I French. French, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Which a, that's a lot on a first time. It was. Act, to do an and, accent. And it was right. a very long scene, too. It was, yeah. And I had to do the. Uh, I'd met a lady in a drugstore and was trying to be all French and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, do that and then do it uh, in, in a different way two yes. different ways yeah and I'm like you're kidding me I only know how to do it halfway decent one way <laughs> or, or what I thought was halfway decent but anyway um, I probably sounded like Pepe Le Pew <laughs> but anyway no, I uh, thought I remember taping it because you know I I was you know I kind of have the mindset a lot of people helped me tape stuff yeah. when I was first starting out and gave me, you know, good feedback. Like, if someone asked me to do that, like, absolutely, I'm going to do it. 
um, as long as they're organized about it, like they're going to show up on time, have their lines memorized, which you did. And I remember just like, you know, hitting record and then just watching you and being like, oh, wow, this guy's like actually pretty good. <laughs> well, appreciate that. And I didn't know until class um, <laughs> how great the other actors were because there were students in there who had little time, then a lot of time, mm-hmm. and had actually been on set before. But there were also students that weren't prepared. Mm-hmm. And with Sampley's yeah. help, at least I had everything that was required of me. Now, Regina, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but she had scenes and lines for sides for the actors, you know, just like, here you go, learn it in five minutes or 10 and perform it. So uh, that was another thing. So, yeah, I realized that um, there's a lot of work and some surprises and, but it was a great, great class, and um, I was so glad that, um, well, let's just say Divine Intervention put me in the path of, of Sampley and others that um, helped me to have a good good start when it came to acting because August 2019, I was still 50. As Sampley had mentioned, getting a late start, um, I was 50 and turned 51 in November that year. Um, and again, finally had had the courage, I guess, to finally take the first step in that direction toward acting. And uh, God knew what I needed and who to put in my path mm-hmm. um, to make it a, a pleasant experience thus far. No, absolutely. Like, it's crazy how life works like that. And, you know, Alex and I, met in a completely different way uh we actually uh, was it uh dog fighting that's how we met uh <laughs> was it dogs or chickens <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember no no i also met uh alex in acting class but in a different way uh he wasn't oh you were attending but you were going with your daughter caitlin yes it's her fault i'm an actor now. <laughs> <laughs> and you know i being in acting class, I see that happen a lot, but usually they then continue to drop out of it because, you know, it seems like one of those, uh, what's the word, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Um, like a midlife crisis <laughs> where it's like, oh, like, you know, I, I can do this. I can be a star. And then they usually fade out. But you've like been doing it consistently since that time. Like Kelly, you've been on set and work professionally. Uh, yeah. I, I remember... Like, uh, you were just like there and Caitlin's a great actress too. And are you just being there? And I don't know if they just got you to do something one day, but where do you remember like how it clicked where you're like, maybe I should try this. Well, it was the beginning of 2019 when she started taking classes in January and it was, we moved to Alabama here in 2008 and Caitlin was four at the time and her and her mom were in the theater, Mm -hmm. the local theater fantasy playhouse. And they were always trying to get me to join them in doing something. I was like, no way. I am not getting up in front of people. <laughs> I didn't like doing it in school for classes. I don't want to get on a stage. <laughs> and then Caitlin wanted to take acting classes. So we found a place and got her signed up. And my thought was her mom would be taking her. But due to various reasons, I ended up having to take her a lot more than I thought. And I'd be sitting there watching her do her thing and listening to how everybody was learning and watching what they were doing. I was like, well, this seems actually kind of fun. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so I kept thinking about it and watching them. And then six months later, I was in class. And three months after that, I was on my first set. So That's crazy. <laughs> what was the first set that you were on? I was a featured extra in Alabama Snake. That's right. Max. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Where did, did you do that? Or no, you didn't do that as well. I know a whole bunch of like Huntsville people did that. Were you part of that, Kelly? I don't think so. The Alabama Snake? In no, South I was Florida. not. Oh, no. okay. No. Okay. Well, what, what was it like when you were on set for the first time? It was different. I didn't know what to expect. And as an extra, we were just, it was like, hurry up and get there and then wait for your turn. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like. Hurry up and wait. Yeah. Now, like one of the first things I ever did was uh, they did a movie here back in the summer of 2012, which is 10 years ago. Man, that just hit me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That was 10, a decade ago. They did a movie and that's the first thing I did. And I think I've said it on this podcast before where, uh, like, I really wanted to be an actor. My dad saw that they were, you know, wanted extras and stand-ins and stuff. I was like, oh, like, I'll, I'll do that. And my dad had read up on everything, and he was like, well, you know, if you don't end up liking it, that's okay. And I was like, well, why, why wouldn't I like it? And he was like, well, I've been reading a lot online, and you know, it just seems like a lot of waiting around. And, like, you know, he says that to me on the drive there, and I kind of get nervous. I was like, man, what if – it's like the thing I've wanted to do, like since I was a little, a little boy. Like I end up hating it, and then I got there on set, and I, you know, some days you you would literally just sit in a room for five hours waiting for yeah. them to call you. Go there, like ah, never mind, we don't need you, or we need you to walk back and forth, you know, because I didn't have any lines at the time, just being an extra, and I was just like infatuated with just everything. I was like, I love this, like this is. Like, yeah. going on the ride back home, my dad was like, did you have fun? I was like, I had the time of my life. Of course, you know, he also had to sit and wait there all day, and he didn't go get to be in a movie. <laughs> so I'm very, very grateful that him and both my mom were able to just sit there all day and deal with uh, other parents who were, you know, pushing their kids to try to get lines in the movies <laughs> and living through their children. I'm glad my you know, dad and mom brought a book and just sat there and caught up on their reading. Uh, and, we, and we have a lot of great stories from that. You, you meet a lot of interesting people. I think as an actor, you are more focused on your lines and the work and with your scene partner. But as it, back when I did extra work, it's like you were exposed to countless of people. That's what I was going to say. The waiting is actually stories. a good thing because you're meeting people and you're watching and you're, you're, you're getting material. Getting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you meet really nice people and you yeah. develop great relationships with them. Yeah. But uh, I just, I just, every set is so different. I'm sure you guys have realized that. Like some are super. It's funny. Like sometimes you can go on like a full blown like sag after set, and they are like super un you know unprofessional, you know running out of time. You know you don't really gel with anyone. And then sometimes you can go do like these student films. Like when I first started out, and when you guys you know first started out, that are just like super super professional focused, like willing to do whatever it takes to get the right shot, the right line. Is that have you guys been on a set? yet where it's probably your favorite or like the favorite time you've had on set either of you favorite time and if you don't say any of my stuff (laughs) (laughs) this podcast is over no no no. (laughs) excluding anything i've done that way well murder chaser is fun honestly that that is like that is (laughs) out there for me too (laughs) yeah being on on set um I guess the first time was a project here in Huntsville, and I'm ashamed, I can't remember the name of the project, but I was just an extra, and I wanted to see what it was like to be on a set of a film, and it was in September, 
And um, it was pretty neat being on set and actually seeing the people um, hold the mics, the booms, and the, the camera, and the director, and observing. Yeah. You know, get, getting kind of in there. And then the next time I guess I was on set was um, uh, the project um, Third Saturday in October, Part 5, with Jay Burleson and Frank Crafts. And um, got to be on set. And again, very professional. Uh, you know, there's, I don't, it was just amazing to see it, to be a part of it, and, and do some takes. And, you know, being asked to, to do things a couple more times because they, they liked what you were doing. And that was my first paid gig. Yeah. And just having that experience, uh, kind of getting your feet wet to let you see how things are, you know, where, where the mark is. The lighting, you know, move to the left, move to the right. Okay, action. All of that let, let you know that it's it, it's it's real, and you're helping to tell a story. And very fortunate um, to to be a part of um, women of the movement. Yeah, uh, that was big time for me, and another level. Of course, it was. Um, ABC and Hulu, um, working with uh, Cassie Lemons. Yeah, and uh, Will Smith produced. Yeah, Jay Z, a whole bunch of Cap- these like awesome yeah. people Capital behind and, uh, the cam- camera. And then Mark Mark Finn Cannon. Yeah, um, who's been doing this a long as a casting director, as a casting been doing a long right. time. And you simply helped me audition, audition for three or four parts um, in that project, and finally. Uh, booked a part that I was just I was totally amazed uh, and blessed to have that part and got to go out of state uh, Greenwood Mississippi to film it and, and again to have all of that I hate to say attention but there was um hair and makeup wardrobe I mean getting fitted um everybody just there to to help you and and make sure that the project was a success, but then I had to do my job as well. Yeah, and I which had to, you, which I, you did a phenomenal job. Well, by the way. Thank people you. can watch still on on Hulu. Yeah, uh, stream it. Um, Women of the Movement. But just know, knowing your lines and you know delivering it. I mean, they're going to ask you to deliver it beyond what you did in your audition tape. Um, yeah, and sometimes they can like the audition, yeah. completely ask you to do it a different way. Yeah, you know, or yeah, you know, e- after each take, or or sometimes they want you to right. do it the exact way. Yeah, which that's sometimes harder. I yeah. feel like you know to but, recapture that magic. And I don't know how many times I delivered that that speech, um, three minute speech, just felt like twenty five times. You know, uh, for left side, right side, down the middle. Okay, black and white. Okay, voiceover. Just, just being prepared, being ready. <laughs> That's the main thing. Uh, that was a valuable, valuable lesson. And then all of the experience that um, I'm getting and we're getting 
uh, speaking for Alex right now, but yeah. I prefer uh, when you speak for him. all of these. <laughs> Who knows what I'll say? <laughs> I mean, Detective Linda. I mean, John Linda, Detective Linda. We uh, filming that. I mean, it's fun. Yes, it's fun, but it's also experience. It's like um, you're 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 learning and you're doing, but it doesn't feel like you're working. I mean, you're learning while playing. You're, yeah, it you're, really is. You're yeah. involved with this, and you, you want to do a good job. It's it's good material. Um, we've got sound, lighting, um, working with actors that we know, and uh, like Sabrina said, it's it's a very safe environment, um, and no one wants you to do bad. Um, and we, you know, uh, we always do a few takes, and one for fun, and one for safety, and it's all good. And I think you do get better with each take. I mean, it's just like you have something in your mind that you want to do. Yes. Of course, that's by yourself and reading the script and maybe doing over the phone uh, stuff, reading lines. But when you get there, the atmosphere, the set, there's nothing like being on set um, in wardrobe, all the tangibles and then you get the chemistry mm-hmm. of your fellow actors. Um, we all know each other, and we're kind of feeding off each other's energy or how they did something or a look they gave you. Um, oh, you know, now let's try it. I don't know. It's just neat. Um, so Detective Linda, although it's fun, it's also building us up as, as actors. Um, at least that's my part. Yeah. And I'm not going to speak for you anymore. <laughs> you may see Detective all, Linda. Everything Kelly just said was from Alex's heart. It, it was beautiful. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Not more. <laughs> and for me, it's interesting always having been growing growing up in my first 50 years. I was always scared to be in front of people, but now I'm nervous preparing. But as soon as action is said and you start playing and feeding off each other's energy, that all goes away instantly. So it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah and it's funny uh kind of transitioning now to like murder chaser uh it was an inspiration that just kind of like punched me in the face one day that was um, killer <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> right after i met him too after mike had left he just <laughs> started a while back. mike come back but um no i i can't remember it might have been on the car, like on the car uh, ride home after like hanging out with Aaron or something. But I remember just running home and opening my laptop and just uh, writing, like I was like just as fast as I could because I didn't want this idea to leave me of this like clumsy detective, like you know parody esque, like but I, at the same time like can can this have heart? It was just a mixture of of ideas hitting me. You know, God just thankfully blessed me with uh, something that, you know, we could actually make. And uh, I just remember printing it off, sending it to a friend and saying, hey, is this something? And if it's not something, did it at least make you laugh out loud, you know? (laughs) And he was like, yeah, this is, like, really funny. And we went and we shot it. We cast it. We shot it. And then it just, it didn't look great. It wasn't what I wanted you know, the actors did a good job, but it just didn't fit that vision I had. 
And I was like, well, and then like another with one of the cameras we were shooting on, it had dead pixels on it and it was really distracting. And then like one of the SD cards corrupted. And I was just like, man, I, you know, this thing that should have been super easy to shoot because then the pandemic hit as well. Yeah. The pandemic hit. So we couldn't even finish it. And so then the stuff we already had was gone and we would have to reshoot it. We couldn't get the actor, one of the actors that played detective, the original detective Linda, like lived out of town. We couldn't get him to come. Um, and it was just one of those things where I was. I'm just, the original. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you are. But for this vision, yes. And so I was just, you know, and God works in mysterious ways where I was like, this thing that should have been really easy to shoot it has ended up being a mess. And um, I kind of just shelved it. And little did, like, I know at the time, like, I hadn't met, I maybe have met, had met you, Alex, um, since I met you first. But yeah, this uh, was early 2020, so you'd met us both, but or, or, I guess yeah, we yeah, just yeah, didn't know each other that both. well then. I had met you both, but I just, for whatever reason, I think I was working with people that I had known longer at the time. And then, you know, I, I think we just ended up, you know, collaborating a lot, uh, working together uh, in class on some stuff or just talking. And I, I was going through old scripts of what I could maybe shoot by myself and do it really cheaply if I, for no nothing at all. And I stumbled upon it, and I was just like, you know what? Kelly would be, be great for this role. Alex would be great for this. Sabrina would be great for this. Josh it would be excellent for this. You know, just going down the list. And I think I just sent it to you. And I was like, hey, you know, is this something you might be interested in shooting? Thankfully, you said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, and then we just started the process. I can't remember how long it took us to get it done, but I feel like we, we shot it pretty, uh, pretty quick. Uh, I know for your stuff, if anyone's seen the first one, if not, like I'll link it down. Uh, where you can uh, just click on it. But if not, just uh, YouTube, Murder Chaser, uh, or Detective Linda. Uh, or No, Murder Chaser, Detective Linda, right? Wait, what's the first one called? I made it. The Detective Linda story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Murder <laughs> Chaser, the Detective Linda story. But now as a series, it's called uh, Murder Chaser, the Detective Linda Chronicles. Yes. Thanks to Alex. He came <laughs> up with that name, by the way, uh, uh, um, based on those awesome T-shirts you made for us. And so, like... Anyways, just to kind of summarize it up, thank thank God for his timing, because something I thought that was just like I ah, dead in the water ended up resurging, and now like we shot that first one just for fun, and it gave you guys some good footage, I would say, yeah, and we had a did. fun time doing it. Uh, got accepted to one or two film festivals, and then I was it just like has stayed in my heart and on my brain of like, man, this might just be something. Ended up like seeing if I could outline. A series like an eight some eight episodes i did it like with ease and that's not like me bragging on myself but like these actors are so easy to write for and they bring these characters like to life so easily that like it's just like what what is detective linda gonna say next and this is what he says because i can see kelly saying that <laughs> and then i wrote a second one we've shot it we've completed it and now i'm editing it and i'm really excited to release this in the upcoming uh, new year because i think it's even better than the first one yeah i'm looking forward to seeing um that. Yeah, I know. I can't. I can't. I, I can't <laughs> wait to show you guys what what I've been doing with it. You guys are just hilarious, and so is Sabrina, and Josh, um, and Aaron makes an appearance again. 
Uh, not an appearance, but her voice is in it again. Uh, and um, I'm not in it this time because it was a little, it was a lot longer than the first, a bit longer than the first one, a little bit more. Trying to, I'm trying to also kind of learn as a director. Um, so that's been a lot of fun for me. And like I think one of the most important things about a set is if it's a good hang or not, like. If we can just hang out and be having fun, like, which we do every time, so. we really do. Like uh, we just know it's going to be magic. Like even just the demo reel stuff I shot for you guys a couple of years ago. Like we were just having fun, and I feel like if you, ha- I know that may sound like cliche to say, but if you have fun, but at the same time you guys are putting hard work into it, I feel like the product <clears throat> cannot, it just can't help but not be good. You know, it just is going to be good. Well, you know, and, you know, film subjective. But I, I'm really proud of that first uh, murder chase that we did, and I, I feel like we have something here. Well, I I failed to mention um, part of Alex's demo reel. We know to call it. We were calling it what Man One, Man Two, or, or Bad Cop, Good, good Cop, good or something cop, like that. Cop. Yeah. Um, they needed a, another actor for Alex's demo reel, and of course. Yeah, when Alex asked me to do it, um, or when I asked him to ask me, you were like the tenth person <laughs> when he we begged asked, me to, though, to do to it. To be fair, everyone so, else yeah, turned it down. I'm just <laughs> I figured. <laughs> but anyway, I was available that day, and um, we shot that out at Alex's place outside. And again, it's like being on set, right? Microphones, cameras, wide shot, close-ups. Uh, doing it over and over and to get to see the final product that was a a very pleasant surprise Mm -hmm. how well done it was um with the sound effects of the gun going off because alex shot me (laughs) (laughs) no spoiler and um (laughs) it was the the music and everything was added was just a was just was great uh really you know, pleasant surprise. Blew my socks off. And, Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, working with you and your brothers that day. Um, yeah, they're Nick and Poops, but that they, was they are helpful. <laughs> yeah. And my, my girls who watched it, of course, we had it on the big TV. And they were watching it. And the music oh. and how the camera panned down from the trees down to these two figures coming together and the exchange and then the gunshot. Then they hated me. The girls, <laughs> my my daughters turned around and looked at me like, you know, they were looking for a, a, a wound of some kind. And they didn't like that for a minute. Um, but it was like, that was pretty awesome. And then later on with Detective Linda, the first one, you know, there were scenes that I um, I, I wasn't in, of course. And so when that was put together, again, everything that was added, that was a pleasant surprise to watch everything build. Um, You know, with the other actors, I hadn't met Josh before, um, who did an excellent job. That's Cliff, yeah. And then um, Aaron with the uh, distorted voice. (laughs) I mean, it all just added to make a, I'm like, that was pretty good. Um, those scenes, you know, I had no idea that was coming. Um, you read it, um, 
you know, I just I couldn't imagine what it would be like. All I know is what I was involved in um, one spot that day. But anyway, it was great. And so it makes you excited to do the next one. And uh, some folks at work, because it's on YouTube, uh, watched it. The folks in, well, Dispatch, they, they were able to watch it on a break. And one of them said, that, that was professionally done. Where did you do that? And I said, here in Huntsville. Um, you know, so they were just amazed at how professionally that, done yeah, it was. Yeah, that's a big compliment. Like some of those, like, like the best compliments sometimes aren't from like close friends or family. Sometimes it's just from like coworkers who just like happen upon your stuff. And are just like, hey, that's like actually pretty good. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, oh, wow, like, you know, that might mean the public might like it. So that's a big yeah. compliment, like yeah. whether it's like, you know, people I don't know are saying that about my stuff. Or like the other day I caught one of my coworkers. He had looked me up on YouTube. Like just, you know, I didn't ask him to or anything. And he was watching uh, murder, murder Chaser. And he was laughing. I look over and I reckon, you know, I see Kelly at the desk. And I'm just like... <laughs> And I was like, oh, uh, how did you find that? And he's like, well, I, you know, I know you're an actor and stuff. I was just looking you up, you know, instead of working. <laughs> uh, and he was like, man, this is pretty funny. This looks pretty good. And I was like, oh, man, that's really sweet. Like, and he has no idea, of course, that I'm working on this next one. So I feel like sometimes, you know, just encouragement like that can just take take you a long way, for real. So I'm glad they kind of saw it later on because um, it's been out for a while, but uh, they're waiting on detective linda too yeah. i think it's entitled the one where the wife did it the one where the wife oh. did it. yeah just just straight out just tell you what happens <laughs> that wasn't a spoiler was it no no no. that's what it's called that's, that's what it's called, called. Okay. good and i mean there's yeah she definitely did it like 100 but <laughs> <laughs> anyway so now they're kind of ready for the next one yeah, so, yeah. i'm really excited for yeah. everyone to see it and i'd love to do it uh maybe do like a back-to-back like double feature where we all get together and invite some people to come watch it maybe yeah, on a big fun. screen somewhere and you know we rewatch the first one and we premiere the second one and see how that one does mm-hmm. um but sometimes it's scary like doing that i've i've submitted a couple of, you know stuff and uh you know comedy's weird because you know some people just get it and then yeah. some people maybe aren't on the same wavelength and that to me, like I remember one time, uh, me and uh, Harrison did a uh, 48-hour film festival, and uh, we, I think, our you you draw a a genre to do, because you know if you if you just choose a genre your own self, then you could already have something prepared or something even shot. So to make it fair, you have to draw your own thing. I think we got like buddy comedy, so we we're like, oh, that's perfect, and we made it kind of this meta. Like the short film is about us doing the 48 hour film festival and trying to find actors to do it and trying to figure out a story and then us arguing with each other and then it cuts to us and it turns out that was already the short and we're like, this is awesome or whatever. You know, super goofy, kind of like Bill and Ted-esque, but also kind of some other things mixed in there. And, you know, we both thought it was very funny and then when it, when it premiered at, um, at the uh, at the Von Braun uh, Civic Center, um, I mean, it gets some laughs here and there, but there was one, you know, where, there, where you're like, this is the one that's going to get the big laugh. And then it doesn't. Ooh, that one, that hurts. <laughs> and I remember one of the, act, I'm not going to say who it was. Uh, one of the actors in it came up after and was like, 
oh yeah that was yeah that was good but this one was great and i'm just like all right well you know comedy's subjective but <laughs> i'd still would love to do that just because and you know you know when, when there's supposed to be a joke and no one laughs i laugh even harder because i just think that's hilarious <laughs> i don't know why like i just think it's funny when you've intended for people to laugh and there's just silence you can't just help but laugh at yourself but uh well, my part in the first murder chaser there's one part of it i wasn't sure how my daughter and wife were gonna react <laughs> oh that's I, honestly I, was like, I, I wonder how she's gonna that is one that. of my and my daughter saw it and she just started rolling i was like okay <laughs> that is one of my favorite parts and we did that right here on the couch you guys are yeah. sitting on right. where uh if you haven't seen the first one where alex's character mr tate just straight up accidentally admits that you know he's recounting his night from the night before where his wife was killed you know he goes you know and i you know did this and i go out spoiler you know, go out here and then i go out and then i killed her and then he stops, and you know Linda's like, "Did you just confess to murdering one?" <laughs> yeah, Alex, you say, "All right, everyone, back to one. Let's reset." You know. I'm surprised Linda even caught that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then you start. You're like, "Well, what can we do to make this go away?" And you start unbuttoning your shirt, and Linda just has this like a palm, like, just backs my face. And yeah, I think that played out really well, and I'm glad your family thought it was as funny as they we did. It was hilarious, but other people would be like, "Why is he unbuttoning his shirt?" And, and, and I think it's ten times funnier just because who you are as a person you're very quiet almost yeah, introverted. i think that's what had my daughter rolling so much because she knows me so for it's real, hard so. to see you doing that in that moment it's a very funny moment it's one of my favorites and you all you just played it so well uh i think you guys are so great at playing comedy uh because you guys just played it with a straight face like you know and that, that one was and meanwhile i love sabrina was lying dead on the floor the entire time and i still have people mention to me oh you know she's blinking <laughs> i'm just like yeah i asked that's the joke it's <laughs> intended yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> but uh yeah i'm really excited just to uh, continue to work on this together because i really do feel like there's something there um and that we and if not like we like you guys were saying before like we just learn it's experience i feel like it's being an actor really just being a person if you stop learning you're stopping yourself from you know experiencing so many things in yeah. life like if you just keep your mind open to i'm gonna learn from either you know another actor on set or another director mm -hmm. you just have you just make more memories and you have more fun and I, you just get better at what you're doing and I've tried to keep my mind open like that. Uh, that's one of the things I've tried to do as an actor. I'm so glad that we've all three been able to work together and we'll continue to, barring uh, you know any uh, diva freakout from Alex on set. <laughs> <laughs> we always got to make sure I'm he has green M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sampley, when, when did you finish um, 12 Mighty Orphans? That was, so we shot that... I want to say late September to early November because I got, or so I finished Twelve Mighty Orphans, went and did an episode of Your Honor, and then came back. I feel like just in time for maybe a week before Thanksgiving. And that was all 2019. Wasn't yeah, it? that was. Yeah, that 2019. That was, that was, was a year. Maybe. I mean, that was a that was a acting wise was a fantastic right. year for me because um, right. I did our friend, I did Breaking News in Yuba County. And then I did uh, 12 Money Orphans, then got uh, Your Honor. So it was like, man. Uh, and then, of course, you know, COVID slaps you in the face. But, <laughs> and, you know, I feel, and that's a role as an actor, you know, sometimes you can get really negative. You're like, man, I haven't booked anything in a while. Because uh, me, uh, I have not worked on a set, a, or, you know, a SAG set mm -hmm. since not this past August, but the August before. So it's been more than a year now because of, of COVID. But in that time, um, we've been able to shoot Murder Chaser. Uh -huh. 
Uh, we've shot a second episode. I've already written the third episode that we're going to start shooting here soon. Um, and I've been able to work on some other stuff. So I feel like you just really got to be patient. And of course, you know, I, you know, I have my wonderful wife, Erin and my supporting friends and family, you guys, I feel like we all have each other's back. We, we understand how this works. It ebbs and flows and there have been good auditions here and there, but uh, one of the things I'm trying to get better as an adult is just being content where I am. Because if I'm not content where I am now, I'm not going to be content where you know I am a full time yeah, working actor. It's just, and that's with any any six you know anything you do in this life. You know, if you want to be an athlete or if you want to go to school and get your dream job after it, and it sometimes that just doesn't happen. You just got to be content in the moment with what you have. Right. Uh, but that doesn't mean you have to stop seeking <clears throat> that that yeah. goal. And even if you're not getting auditions, I mean, this year the things I have booked have been through referrals, the Murder Chaser series and the Black yeah. Shiro series. So, yeah, and I've it's tried not- to stop that as much as possible. <laughs> when someone refers you, I'm like, you know, I like we have a group on Facebook where it's like, you know, <laughs> all right, good to know. No, Alex, it, like I really, if anyone's listening to this and you guys need actors, like one, I'd be happy to help. Um, as well, but like you got like work with Kelly McNabb and Alex Haynes. They are not only really, really good, but they're also super professional. They're, they'll get there on time. They'll just be an awesome person to be on set. Yeah, I mean, like I refer you guys all the time when someone asks. Like, I really do. Um, and I feel like your work kind of speaks for it yourself. Like, your demo, both of your demo reels were like insane to watch. Like, for people who just really got into it, a couple of years ago, it's like, man, you would think you guys have been doing it a lot longer. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I still have a ton to learn, but that's okay. <laughs> no, I know. That's a great mindset to keep, you know. And uh, all that stuff aside, um, I, you know, oh, and then, you know, we worked on that scene from Better Call Saul together. Just, just mm-hmm. practice and practice that. I just uh-huh. feel, I just love doing that stuff. And uh, there's a lot of great actors in this town. I think you guys are part of it i'm really glad that you know we ran into each other for real but um uh before we jump out of the podcast i think we've been going for yeah about 42 minutes really uh, yeah i know it tastes flies when you're doing something like this yeah it really does yeah uh i thought it'd be fun uh since it's christmas time uh favorite christmas movie maybe top three we all go Alex, you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first since I posed the question? I'll go first since I posed the question. (laughs) I got to think for a second. (laughs) I go, I go, this was a weird one. And Aaron and I actually watched it last night because it's a mixture of like fun Christmas vibes can be very hysterical at times. And then very, very, very cheesy at times is a jingle all the way with Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) and Sinbad. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) It is such a weird movie. Because it will just have these like hilarious throwaway lines, especially by Sinbad, who's like hilarious in that movie, and Phil Hartman, who plays that like creepy neighbor who's like trying to seduce Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife, <laughs> and it is like so hysterical at times, and it's just so cheesy at times. Uh, it's so ridiculous. Me and Aaron always get a kick out of watching that. And then if I were to go to go more like sentimental, more like you know in the feels, I would probably go "It's a Wonderful Life" with uh, James Stewart because that's like a classic. That one always I cry at the, the end of that movie every time. That just gets me. Um, and it's just a, it's a fun watch. And then uh, third third's like a mix up for me. 
Um, I want to say Home Alone's a classic, but then oh, you have yeah, like yeah. all those like animated specials, <laughs> like the you get the Grinch and the Charlie Brown Christmas. I love those, even though you don't see them much anymore. Yeah, no, it's hard. Like you just don't stream them. You know, people who cable. I, I don't. We don't have cable. I don't really know a lot of people with cable except like when they're watching sports or something. But uh, those are always fun to watch. Do you guys have any on your minds? Like, what's a go-to for you guys' family that you guys always have to, have to well, sit down and watch? Our family, like most of the world, is in a debate on this being a Christmas movie, but Die Hard. <laughs> I think, I, oh, that's a great one. Actually, I showed that to Aaron for the first time uh, this year, I think. Yeah, this year. Yeah. Um, that, that's like a classic, like Bruce Willis. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, I, I was trying to think of his name, and then I forgot his name, the bad guy in that. What is, yeah, uh, I see his face. Alan Rickman. Okay. He was fantastic in that. So I would say it's a Christmas movie because why not? Cause some people get very upset. Shoot. Yep. There, there's, big debates, there's big debates online as to whether it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. People are fighting for their lives. Like, it's not a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Who cares? It's, it's set during Christmas. But there was one Kurt Russell did a few years ago where he was Santa Claus, and I cannot think of the name yeah, of it. Yeah, with his wife, Goldie Hawn. Yeah. I, know what you're, I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. I enjoyed um, that one and the first... Tim Allen as Santa Claus. I really like that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's one of my... I've watched that forever growing up as a kid. Of course, Home Alone's hilarious. You already mentioned that one. Yeah, yeah. And then Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. Uh, What about you, Kelly? Is there one that you guys tend to watch? Well, let's see. Tend to watch. Uh, There there are the ones that my girls love. They're uh, 10 and 13. But actually, watching some... Let me see. Watching the Christmas movies, watching my girls watch these Christmas movies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, like a Christmas story. Oh, that. Oh, I can't believe I didn't mention with, that. With uh, the Billingsley yeah. kid, you know, yeah. you'll you shoot your eye out. Um, that's become a favorite yeah. now. Fragile. Yeah, no, it must be. Yeah. Finished. No, Not a finger. <laughs> and then there's, um, well, Elf. Oh, I, Elf is a classic. Too. I like Elf. Uh, I just think we'll. Fr- Will Ferrell does he does not disappoint in that movie. He is hysterical in that. Like that's like people tend to think of Will Ferrell as doing the same thing over and over and again in movies, but like he does something like so different and magical. Yeah. Like he has that like yeah. mindset of like a seven year old in. It's a great yeah. performance, really. And then you know, with of course Ed Asner, James Caan, and um actually the Billingsley kid that was in a Christmas story was one of the elves. Oh and, really? Yeah, he was the one that uh I think was trying to get um, Will Ferrell to get his quota. You know that elf? I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know with that. The, yeah. yeah, it's a grown-up. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Peter Dinklage is the one who yes. comes across the table. Call me elf one more and time. And then the is an angry elf. The the guy is the name Farbro. Uh, oh, John uh, Farbro. Yeah, yes. he directs it. Who did yes. uh, Iron Lion, Man, and Jungle Lion Book, King. Lion King? Uh, and he's in it. Yeah. He plays a doctor. That, that's a good movie. And then. Was that two, three? Um, my girls, uh, they've seen A Wonderful Life. Uh, yeah. And, and they love that. And I guess this was a compliment, but it kind of hurt my ego. Um, <laughs> no. They think that I have the same profile and that I look like Clarence the Angel. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It, and they love it. They love Clarence. Well, that yeah. He's, and they he's love the me. the good guy, yeah. But... 
I don't want to be compared to Clarence. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Daddy, you have Clarence's profile. What? Um, anyway. That's, a, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah, those are all classics. It seemed like I had another one in mind, but I guess that was the... There's so many. It's hard yeah. to pick. And, and then my, uh, my grandmother, uh, I'd go over there during around this time of year, and she would always have a Hallmark going, and she would just mm-hmm. beg me. Sample. You have to be a part of these Hallmark movies because once you're in one of them, you're in them for the rest of your life. It's, it's gold. And you know, I, me being, you know, you could even call it pretentious. No, I don't want to do that because that's not, you know, real acting. And but again, I bet those sets are really fun because they're just having fun all day. You know, they they you know. So I I might be willing to do that now just to honor her. But that's something that I always get a kick out of when I see you know. It's because it's the yeah. same thing. You know, girl falls for you know. Mm-hmm. mean business guy who ends up being you know has a heart or you know or the person ends up being saying all along or you know or a kid and a talking dog going a misadventure <laughs> like I, I grew up watching a lot of those for sure and then i i actually am a somewhat of a fan of jim carrey's the grinch the one ron howard directed <laughs> oh yeah uh, uh, that one's always kind of a weird fun watch uh and then a nightmare nightmare before christmas that one's kind of weird but that one. interesting um. There, yeah, there's so many to choose from, but uh, from uh, from all of us, I could say happy uh, or not happy. Uh, Merry Christmas. I was trying to think of the word Merry. Merry Christmas, uh, and a happy New Year. That's where happy comes in. Uh, <laughs> and thank you guys for coming today. I know you know it's hard to when you know it's a Sunday and you know it's all of our off days, but I appreciate you guys making time, just sitting down. I feel like a lot of you know new actors will get a kick out of this, or people who've been in the industry a while and just will feel encouragement from it. So I appreciate you guys taking the time to sit down and well, appreciate you having us and absolutely. I always look forward to hanging out on set with y'all. So doing this is just as fun. I know. <laughs> I got I got to finish editing the second one so we can start shooting the third one because we got to get back to it. Now, this is not our first and last podcast with you, is it? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. It, oh, <laughs> no, this is definitely not the last. One. No, like I. You know, my main goals in life are, you know, to be an actor, director, writer. Um, but uh, doing this part, I think I started during COVID. I just love sitting down and talking to actors. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to do this for the rest of, you know, my life if I can. Just sitting down and talking to people, having fun, making jokes. Hopefully people get something out of this. <laughs> I know you guys listen to some here and there, and I have to listen to them. So, I, <laughs> I think it's pretty good stuff. I don't know. You know? But um, I'm really happy that we're able to finally do this because you got. I have a list of people I want on my podcast, and I finally got you guys. Um, Alex's rate was out through the door, you know, out through the roof, you know, very expensive. But I so I had to scrimp and save. I appreciate you doing it pro bono, Kelly. Uh, <laughs> if you had known about maybe Alex's high fees, you would have jumped in on it. But you gotta uh, pay for quality. Yeah, yeah. You talk to my manager. Yeah, how to get a second mortgage on the apartment, which doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> But no, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you, sir.